If you're looking for premium quality vitamins and natural supplements, New Roots Herbal has you covered. Proudly Canadian and family owned for over 35 years, their dedication to quality and testing truly sets them apart. Each ingredient is rigorously tested by their ISO 17025 accredited lab from raw materials to final products. So you get exactly what is promised on the label. Pure and potent ingredients safe from heavy metals, pesticides, and toxic chemical solvents. Guaranteed. New Roots Herbal products are available exclusively at health food stores. To learn more or find a store near you, visit NewRootsHerbal.com. U.S. residents can now find New Roots Herbal products on Amazon.com. Are you ready for a podcast on healthy living that isn't about having six-pack abs? A podcast for the rest of us. A show for everyone, for people of all shapes and sizes who just want the best information about living their best life. Join host Lisa Davis, MPH, for Health Power. Welcome to Health Power. I'm Andrea Donsky. I'm Lisa Davis's co-host, and Lisa is away today. So I'm going to be speaking with Lauren Hosworth. She's the new product development manager at Genuine Health. She has a degree in naturopathic medicine and is passionate about creating products and providing solutions for people wanting to level up their health and well-being. Now, here's Lauren. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Hi, thank you for having me. Today, we're going to talk about sleep, something that so many of us lack, but yet we need so much more of. So where do you want to start on this topic? Um, I want to start uh, about and talk about the fact that sleep is so integral to feeling good and living a long and healthy life, but it's often not part of that conversation. We often talk about eating a well-balanced, nutritious diet. We often talk about moving your body to prevent chronic disease, but sleep should absolutely be part of that conversation because it's linked to so many negative health outcomes. It should be really integral um, and important for everyone to try and achieve good, healthy sleep. So let's start with some of the benefits of getting sleep. So why is it important that we do get that good night's sleep? Everyone needs between um, seven and nine hours of sleep. And that's when our body goes into restorative mode. That's when our cells can restore. That's when we rejuvenate. That's when our uh, short-term memories move into our long-term memories. It's really a chance for our body to repair. And a lack of sleep has been associated with almost every single chronic disease that is plaguing our world at the moment. Um, and it's not something that we're talking about, I don't think as much as we should be. Mm, that is for sure. And sleep is such a tough issue. And it's very complex. I am very fascinated with sleep myself and do a lot of research in the area, especially for women in perimenopause and menopause. But what I find in what we need to talk about is and, and it's a very touchy subject, because so many of us are not getting enough sleep. But let's just talk about what are some of the impacts that it has when we don't get enough sleep. So we're not getting that seven to nine sleep, seven to nine hours of sleep, or we're not getting the quality of sleep that we need. Yeah, absolutely. It's so interesting, the number of uh, conditions, both mental and physical that can result from a lack of sleep. And the, the underlying reason is a little bit unknown, but we do think it's because of all of um, the restorative aspect of sleep needing to protect your body. We need that to protect our body from the inflammation that causes a lot of chronic diseases, etc. Um, so the things we see with a lack of sleep are metabolic disorders like diabetes, we see a lot of mental health, um, negative mental health outcomes like depression, anxiety, we see a lot of cognitive concerns like dementia and Parkinson's, even Alzheimer's and increase in Alzheimer's. We see a lot of cardiovascular impacts like heart failure. We also see liver disease, kidney disease, all of these things, the, the rates of um, 
them more likely to occur increase substantially when you're not getting that good seven to nine, both, yeah, the duration is important, but also the quality. If you're tossing and turning for those seven to nine, that's not the same as, you know, getting a good night's sleep throughout that time. Something that I learned along my research journey is that, first of all, it's impossible for every, everyone and everyone to get that good, like that perfect night's sleep. And we do wake up several times a night, but the key is you want to make sure that you're getting a certain amount of sleep, right? So when you are sleeping, you're getting that quality of sleep and that you're not waking up to go to the bathroom like 10 times a night, or you're not, you know, like, so yeah. like, it's, it's really kind of like, exactly. Like I love that we're saying quality of sleep can really make a difference too, as well as that quantity, but really getting that, you know, if you can get that good six hours straight, or at least that we, you know, that if we're not conscious that we're waking up all the time. So what are some things that we could do to help us get that, whether it's that quantity or quality of sleep? Yeah, there's a lot of things we can, people can do if they're, if they're struggling to either fall asleep, stay asleep, if they're waking up um, many times in the night, or if they're waking up in the morning and just not feeling well rested, even though they think they've gotten quality sleep. Mm -hmm. um, a good place to start is some lifestyle changes. I think sleep hygiene is being talked about a lot more. Mm, yeah, things like having a comfortable mattress, a cool room, um, no light, uh, it may be some white noise in the background, if you live somewhere busy, and you're more prone to waking up when you hear noises, those kind of things. Um, there also is interesting studies that show that when you focus too much on those kind of things that can further impair your sleep. If you're, if you're trying to control all the little, um, the little things that go on in your environment. So some interesting oh, things. Stress. Yeah, exactly. Stress, right? it's, it's exacerbating exactly. our anxiety around. It. And then if you're not getting the sleep, that it's like, it's like this cycle. It's a total cycle. And some things that are being researched more recently, which are super interesting is some cognitive behavioral therapies, uh, both that you can do with a therapist or there's new apps coming out that you can do it with an app to just get you out of that, that cycle you're talking about that, you know, mm -hmm. I have to sleep. Oh my God, I'm not sleeping. Now I'm more mm -hmm. stressed. Now I'm less mm -hmm. likely to fall asleep. It's like we do that math in our in our head of like, okay, I'm going to sleep now. I'm going to have X amount of hours to sleep. And am I going to get that you don't yeah. fall asleep? And like, then you're like, ah, it's stressing me out, which is, you know, raising our cortisol levels. So yeah, it's, um, that's really tough. So what are some, you know, I, I love the sleep hygiene, by the way. And just to add to what you're saying is not to eat too close to bed because when yeah. you go to bed on a full stomach, that can be, you know, our body's digesting as opposed to repairing. And mm -hmm. one of the things that um, I learned about recently is sleeping on our side is really great for the brain. There's something called the glymphatic system, which helps our brain. Cool. Yeah. To detox during the night. So kind of sleeping on your, um, your right side that really can help. But anyway, so yeah, hygiene is really important. And then in the morning, getting sunlight in our eyes, right? To help yes. wake up because our circadian rhythm restarts, right? Every morning or resets every morning. So getting yeah. sunlight to help with that. So yeah. Yeah. Even know. just walking out to your backyard or if you have a balcony, just looking at like not directly into the sun, of course, but opening your eyes, spending a couple minutes out there and getting that circadian rhythm readjusted. I think we spend, you know, a lot of people go from nowadays, their bedroom to their office, and maybe they're not outside till lunch, maybe not even to the end of the day. And that can totally disrupt the way our body's natural circadian rhythm should be. Yeah, because melatonin should be coming out at night and also the blue light, right? So many of us are exposed yeah. to blue light at night and that's keeping us awake, which is the same on the same light spectrum as the sun, right? So at night, we're not supposed to be exposing our eyes or ourselves to blue light because that will wake us up. So using filters or the blue light glasses, I always say, I laugh. I'm like the blue light glasses sound like a great idea, but it can be cumbersome for some, right? So there's yes. filters or there's, you know, on your phone, you can use the Amber light or whatever. So yeah, no, I love sleep hygiene is so crucial. You talked about the mattress, our pillows, the comfort of our room, changing our sheets, all of that plays a really big yeah. role in how we sleep. Let's talk supplements. 
What are some supplements? I know this is an area of expertise of yours. What are some supplements that you recommend to help with our sleep? Yeah. So there's a bunch of supplements, but I'm going to first talk about the ingredients, like the ingredients you should be looking for in a sleep supplement. Melatonin is one that's, you know, in quite a few sleep supplements and it's in, um, it's in them at varying doses. So you can see lower, lower end inputs and you can see up to something like 10, 15 milligrams even, which, which in my mind is a little bit too much. We have to remember that melatonin is a hormone and we don't want to alter our body's natural production of it. So melatonin is something that's really great uh, at a lower dose. Our sleep supplement called Deep Sleep has it um, in at 1.2 to 3 milligrams, depending if you're going to take one or two capsules, which which we find is a really nice balanced amount. No grogginess, um, no dependency. It's not going to, some people who take melatonin supplements at a higher dose notice the effects of it being positive for their sleep wear off after a couple of weeks if it's really high. So melatonin is one that I love at a low dose. Um, there's also a lot of substances like GABA and L-theanine, which help promote um, a feeling of like winding down in our brain. GABA is the neurotransmitter that kind of helps shut our brain, our thoughts off a little bit. It's there's a signal to our body that, you know, now it's time to wind down. L-theanine also helps promote increased GABA in our brain. So those two in combination are so helpful to just kind of signal to your brain, you know, even though we've been home all day or in the office, we're, we've got a busy brain. Now it's time to, to slowly shut that off. Um, so I really like melatonin. I love L-theanine. I love GABA. Uh, I love mushrooms these days. We're, we're looking at a lot of different, awesome, interesting mushrooms. Um, in our sleep supplement, they, we use a reishi mushroom and we use the whole mushroom. So mushrooms um, are oftentimes extracted and you're getting an extracted version of a couple different benefits that that that's the point of taking that mushroom but we are we don't really know that much about mushrooms yet and we're all about like the full spectrum mushroom benefits and the synergies that work within that mushroom and the compounds and reishi is an adaptogen so we know adaptogens can help um, regulate your adrenals after times of like more high chronic stress stress. Mm -hmm. yeah so that can help immediately and over long term if you're if you're someone who has a busy brain at night is you know, spiking cortisol at times that aren't ideal for sleep or for your mental health. Um, so I really like reishi. And then there's a bunch of botanicals that I also really love. Things like passion flower in the evening can help wind you down. Valerian can be quite potent. Um, it's, a, it's a very natural type sedative. Um, yeah, there's hops as well, which we know in beer, but it's also really good at helping your body wind down in a natural way. Yeah, I love melatonin and I've been digging deep into the research on melatonin and it, like you said, it's, it's, you know, it it doesn't become habit forming and there's a very low risk. So I'm a big fan of taking melatonin and especially I find now as I've gone, you know, now I'm in my fifties, I find that taking melatonin is a must for me in yeah. terms because it helps us fall asleep and it helps us stay asleep. And I do like that lower dose, like anywhere from that one and a half to six milligrams. Like everybody, yeah. I always say, listen to your body because some people need a little bit more, some people a little bit you know, need a little bit less. And I know there's a lot of research now being done on the higher doses, but that's for different, um, for different reasons, right? So Absolutely. Again, you want to work with a healthcare professional if you're going to work with, you know, and go in super high doses, of course, but um, yeah. So, and I love it. And I love that you talked about some of the other ones as well. Well, but what's interesting to me is what is some of the research on mushrooms in sleep? 
Yeah. So that's the research that's super interesting. And it's, it's kind of just beginning. So they're not entirely sure They they think that the reason reishi mushroom is beneficial for sleep is that it helps with stress mm. and a lot of people. And then it also helps with time, um, a decreased time to fall asleep, which, which does also kind of point to the stress. Uh, if, if you're more stressed, your cortisol is higher throughout the day, your cortisol might not be dipping at the time it should be, which would help then prepare your body for sleep. Um, so they think it's most likely related to stress, but people have been using Rishi for sleep for thousands of years. Um, so there's definitely something to it. The research just is just beginning and that's the connection they're making so far, which I think is really important. I don't really know anyone in my life who doesn't have some degree of stress on some days. Um, and a lot of times it does impact your sleep negatively. Mm, yeah. Adaptogenic herbs. So for sure. They, uh, so yeah. would you would say that reishi would be classified as an adaptogenic herb? Yes. Yeah. It's a super high antioxidant mushroom. It's definitely an adaptogen. Um, and that's just the beginning. I think there's so much more that we will learn and uncover about mushrooms, especially when you use, um, the mycelium, the fruiting body, when you're using the whole mushroom, there's, there's a whole new plethora of, of health benefits. You know, Lauren, you're mentioning the whole body a lot, or you're talking about the whole unit. Like, why don't you explain that a little bit? Because for our listeners who may not really understand the difference between taking an, like a, a piece of it or taking the whole mm-hmm. the whole thing. So explain that, please. Yeah, of course. So mushrooms, um, I think the, the most well-known association with mushrooms is immunity. And mushrooms can be different components of any kind of herb or plant can be extracted. And then they can contain, you know, a high amount of that one thing that you're trying to extract for mushrooms. It's, it's for immunity basis. And, and we all know that mushrooms can help immunity. Um, but that's just one piece of the mushroom. And like fruits and vegetables, there's all these synergies between different components, different um, phytonutrients, different polyphenols, and they all really work together. Uh, and when you extract things to get one outcome, that works for that outcome for sure, as well as probably other ones we don't know. But if you're trying to take something and get all of the synergistic benefits, taking a full spectrum product like an entire mushroom is is probably the best way to do it. Hmm. Now, you're the product development and customer experience spe- specialist at Genuine Health, and you mentioned a couple times our product. Can you explain what you're referring to? Our products. So we have a new sleep supplement. It's called Deep Sleep, and it has organic reishi mushroom, the full spectrum, the whole mushroom. It also has GABA, L-theanine, magnesium, and a low-dose melatonin. So we formulated this product to address the different sleep concerns people have. So it has ingredients in it that will help promote people to fall asleep quicker, to help turn that brain off, to help increase that GABA. And then the melatonin and the reishi will help you stay asleep longer. It will work on your adrenals. It will work on your circadian rhythms. So we're really attacking sleeplessness, which is a totally solvable problem for 99% of people. We're attacking it from multiple different angles, regardless of what your concern is. If it takes you an hour and a half to fall asleep, if you're waking up 30 times, if you're waking up just feeling unrested, it can help address all of those different concerns. Hmm. How many do you take a day and how do you take it? You can take one capsule. We recommend starting with one and then you can go up to two. Um, And you can take it, you know, half an hour before you go to sleep, right before you go to sleep. We always recommend incorporating a nighttime routine. So having the same kind of nighttime routine every night, it could be an hour, it could be 30 minutes. During that hour, 30 minutes, this is where you, you know, shut off those screens, maybe read a book, maybe do some gentle stretching, some meditation, 
maybe take a nighttime tea and take the supplements with that or some water, just having that same routine every night that helps signal to your body. This is now the time of day where we wind down. And this is like the supplements part of this, this tea is part of it. And then you can help, you know, that will help signal to your brain over time in, in conjunction with the other things you're doing that now it's time to sleep. Mm, going to bed and waking up at the same time, being consistent. Yes. That's, you know, all of that is important, although it can be hard. It can definitely oh, be yes. hard, <laughs> especially on the weekends or especially, you know, I want to watch one last show, you know, like, so yep. it could be hard, <laughs> and, but uh, it is important. And the research shows that it does help us with that, that sleep, getting that better night's sleep. Okay. So is there anything that um, we didn't cover Lauren that you think would be beneficial for everybody who's listening when it comes to sleep? Yeah. Um, one big takeaway that we're talking about recently is that sleep is a solvable problem as is other concerns that we're seeing more of recently, like anxiety, like depression, like feeling wound up. Like those are all, that's not the normal human state. We can achieve a state of more genuine health. It just, it takes work. It takes time and it takes really doing some mental work as well, which, which I think is the pillar of all of these um, concerns. So if one thing I want to talk about is that, you know, not getting optimal sleep or struggling to sleep is not is is solvable if you have the right tools and there are so many tools there are a lot of very affordable tools like the sleep hygiene we talked about like incorporating that nighttime routine um like getting a sleep supplement trying there maybe trying some meditation apps some mindfulness apps those those are all things that can help solve this problem or get you closer to solving a problem because it is a solvable problem one thing, and I love that one thing that is really great too, is as part of that routine is perhaps taking a bath before bed, yes. throwing in some Epsom salts. I mean, you mentioned magnesium. We didn't really touch on magnesium as an ingredient, which before we go, I'd like to, because it's one of my favorite types yes. of my favorite ingredients, especially when it comes to sleep, but even overall, like it, you know, magnesium is responsible for hundreds of functions in the body. What type of yeah. magnesium are you using and what's the name of the product and what type of magnesium are you using in the product that will help us with our sleep? Yeah. So the product is called deep sleep and we're using a magnesium bisglycinate. We like that form. It's absorbable. Uh, it doesn't cause any digestive disturbances, which not ideal before you go to sleep anyway. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to, we wanted to pick a gentle, but effective one. I love magnesium. As you mentioned, it's involved in so many of our mm -hmm. the reactions that occur in our body and so many people are deficient in it. So taking it like a magnesium supplement every day is so helpful. Taking it in a sleep supplement, absorbing it in the bath with Epsom salts is so helpful. Yeah. Magnesium's a superstar. And I think everyone should be taking it daily in wow. whatever form. Works totally for agree. A absolutely agree. Well said. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.